Hey, and welcome back once again to Ancient Ways for Modern Days. Today, I'm excited to have you join me as we look at Genesis chapter 11, and we're going to look at this story called the Tower of Babel. Now, today, I want to read the story in full, and then afterward, I want us to think about this with our, our modern mind, thinking through how do we take this ancient story and what God has said in his word, and how do we learn from it in our modern day? And so let's go ahead and jump into our text Our text begins in verse 1. Here's what the text says. It says, Now the whole earth had one language and the same words. And as people migrated from the east, they found a plain on the land of Shinar and settled there. And they said to one another, Come, let us make bricks and burn them thoroughly. And they had brick for stone and bitumen for mortar. Then they said, come, let us build ourselves a city and a tower with its top in the heavens and let us make a name for ourselves, lest we be dispersed over the face of the whole earth. And the Lord came down to see the city and the tower, which the children of man had built. And the Lord said, behold, they are one people and they have all one language. And this is only the beginning of what they will do. And nothing that they propose to do will now be impossible for them. Come, let us go down and go, let us go down and there confuse their language, so that they may not understand one another's speech. So the Lord dispersed them from there over the face of all the earth, and they left off building the city. Therefore, its name was called Babel, because the Lord confused the language of all the earth. And from there, the Lord dispersed them over the face of the earth. Now, there's, there's a lot here. This is a, a fascinating moment in, in ancient history where the, the peoples of the earth, they started settling on this plain of Shinar. And in doing so, they recognized really the strength of humanity the strength of human will, this uh, humanitarian mindset, this this man-focused mindset where they said, hey, we have one language. Let Let us make brick and let us build this tower to heaven. And this is really an act of arrogance and rebellion. The the act of arrogance and rebellion. First of all, it's an act of rebellion because God has already said twice that mankind is to, they are to be fruitful and multiply and they are to spread out over the face of the planet. And instead, what does mankind do? They say, nope, we're going to do what we want to do. We're going to build uh, a tower for, for all of us that we can all stay with one common language. And in our strength, we can build this tower as a testimony to the strength of humanity, of human will and human power and, and ingenuity. And, and God comes in, he recognizes this. He says, if they do this, there is going to be no end to what they will accomplish. And, and the reality is God has made us creative. He's made us powerful. But in our rebellion what would have happened is continued deeper, further rebellion. This uh, this unfettered pushing the boundaries of morality and dismissing what God has said. And so here God, in his mercy, he judges. And he spreads the people over the face of the earth and he confuses their language. Just like the people said, let us do this. God says, let us do this. You want to have a 
human-focused world that is, that is entirely aimed at your own achievements, well, I'm going to show mercy and make sure that doesn't happen. I'm going to spread you over the face of the earth and I am going to, I'm going to confuse your language so that you don't, you don't continue in sin deeper and deeper and deeper so rapidly. It's interesting now that we live in a world where language is becoming less and less of a barrier. And geography is becoming less and less of a barrier. It's interesting that in our modern world, we seem to think we need God less and less because the human spirit can conquer more and more. We can toss off God's law and God's order and God's character. We can ignore the things of God. And so as we ignore God more and more, we elevate man, ourselves. We, we end up worshiping ourselves. We built not this high tower to heaven uh, so we can access heaven, but so that we can exalt mankind and our accomplishments and in our pride and in our hubris, we neglect to worship God because ultimately we worship ourselves. Once again, this story reminds us that mankind, we are, we are those given to wickedness. We are those who stand in judgment and we are those who need a savior. That savior was seen not building a tower to heaven, but climbing upon a cross and paying the price for our pride, for our arrogance, for our rebelliousness against God, for our unwillingness to, to follow what God has commanded. And Christ died to pay the price for our sins and was resurrected so that we have a new heart so that now one day mankind will be restored with this ultimate heaven, uh, heavenly reality where we will come together in, in one voice instead of praising ourselves, we will praise the, the creator and the redeemer. See, our ancient way for our modern day is to, to see the need for humility, to see the need to worship God and not worship man's invention in ingenuity. To not be humanitarian in the, in the way that we have a secular humanism that exalts mankind, but rather we use what God has given us, our intellect, our abilities, our talents, our ingenuities. We use all of that to bring him glory and to bring him honor, to humbly follow him, to strive to obey him, and to do all of this recognizing the Savior we have in Christ. And this is our ancient way for our modern day.